day 74 of being a girl, round of applause for the makeup. And I wore this outfit shopping today. And I thought that these might be my new shopping shorts, but I was walking around and everyone was staring. And I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. And I thought, okay, Dylan, you have some options here. Number one, you can stop wearing clothes that fit like this and, and just find looser fitting items. Number two, I can do a tuck, which is going to have to be a whole other video, but it's very painful and involved of a, or number three, I just normalize it and I wear clothes like this and we all just normalize women having bulges sometimes because we're coming up on bikini season, baby, and you might see a bulge or two. So normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges and that's okay. We're not going to stare at their crotches while they're wearing their little shopping shorts at the mall. Oh, thank you. Love you. Bye. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Your discretion is advised. Savaged Unfiltered. Your host, Michael Garner. driving home uh, on the uh, Instagram app there uh, that the traffic is not too bad. I'm going to be, be home in a little bit. Well, I, like I said, I definitely bit myself in the ass. And as soon as I was coming up to the uh, off ramp, the exit ramp, uh, a three car pile up on uh, interstate four here in Orlando. So <laughs> you God. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So I do apologize. 15 minutes late into the recording. Do apologize for that. Joseph. That's quite all right, yeah. But we're going to get... I mean, you run into issues with traffic. I mean, you schedule things to happen at times in a perfect world. You try to leave yourself leeway here and there. But like you said, a accident traffic jam could come up to bite you in the behind and uh, throw yeah. off those things. You just it couldn't be... Uh, way too late because I've got a uh, follow-up Zoom call with my publisher at 4 o'clock. Oh, this shit is for real. We'll be done way before then, but but, uh, obviously, you know, I don't know, man. It's like every day, you know, I'm on I-4 and I'm like, all right, it looks good. No more accidents today, this week, or at least this week. (laughs) And all of a sudden... Right at that uh that international drive exit, you know, I'm like, damn it, another freaking accident. <laughs> yeah. But uh but anyway, uh Joseph, we're gonna get into this story here. Uh this uh Biden man endorsing uh you know trans activists uh known as Barbie Pouch. <laughs> she goes by her real name, but uh you know, she wants to be known as uh Barbie Pouch. Uh, and there's a reason behind that little stage name she gives herself. What's your thoughts on this uh, this endorsement, man, from Joe Biden? Well, I jokingly refer to her as Barbie Pooch because she's quite the big. But I'm funny. Yeah. 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 Is, uh, <laughs> you know how I like to sometimes start off with a joke, and there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, hat tip to uh, freepublic.com for putting this out. And then shortly after that, it was Breitbart that put this out because uh, I know there's not really uh, CNN really not touching on it a little bit. They are here and there. But uh, if you go on freepublic.com and then also Breitbart.com, it's literally like right on the, the top of the of, of the website. So she's describing if she goes into this, too. Where, you know, she was at the White House not too long ago, you know, with um, uh, McVoley, McVoley, Vanny. Is that how you pronounce his last name? McVanny or McVoley? You saying? know what I'm talking about. McIlvaney? Mc- yeah. Um, uh, Mulvaney. Mulvaney. He's the, um, 
Well, yeah, this pre- not the press secretary, the uh, chief of staff you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't pronounce that Irish name, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on the proper name and pronunciation there myself. So, but yeah, the chief of staff, yeah, his name is unimportant. The position is <laughs> well, well. He he can relate to uh, Barbie Pooch or Pouch or however she wants to say her name because uh, he happens to be uh, a gay man himself, and he is literally echoing into her uh, her ordeal. You know what she wants to bring into the trans world and this and that, and then she goes into saying that uh, she describes women vaginas as merely a Barbie pooch. Oh, they're nothing but a Barbie pooch, she says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, she she did go, like I said, she was at the White House about a month ago. And she went on the podium and, you know, she's been writing these blogs on uh, Facebook and social media where she says she f- strongly feels that she should have every solidary right to use her gender identity bathroom. So she is a man, folks. So she feels that she it's okay to go in the men's bathroom, but on occasion, if she feels necessary, it's also okay to use the woman's bathroom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, excuse me. If you supposedly are... A woman now, to use the term loosely, if you really are a trans woman or a trans man that is now a woman, why would you not consistently use the female bathroom? Right. <laughs> it cannot do so, in my mind, yeah. is an admission of the immorality of the situation and that biological men should use the men's back. The fuck out of here with that shit. Oh, without a doubt, Joseph. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know, uh, but, you know, there was a Twitter, uh, a woman on Twitter that wrote this and she's writing uh, this woman named Jess. Um, I'm not going to give her last name for privacy issues. You can actually see it on Breitbart. Uh, I'm actually taking this from Breitbart. I'm going to read literally, not almost word for word, but literally what she just put out on Twitter this morning. And she writes that Dylan uh, Mavanley, guys, you gotta, I'm trying here with the fucking yeah, last I, name. I think it's McIlvaney. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the chief of staff, you know, the the the, the gay guy. Well, let's just say the gay guy, right? It's uh, <laughs> just another man who thinks he is a girl because he likes to dance and sing. Hashtag boycott Ulta. I don't know what. Yeah, Ulta now is. didn't he also say though, or I'm maybe confusing him, and I'm going to call him him because he's a biological male. I am not required to use your fucking pronouns just because (laughs) you feel I should. You know, facts don't care about your feelings. You're a biological male. Now, I've kind of lost track of where I was going with that, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, now my train of thought it's gone there. It's all right. Folks, we got crickets from Joseph, just like me sometimes, but it's all right. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, you know, Dylan says uh, he references the uh, the term bimbo, right, where he echoes the sissy subculture of transsexual men, right? He That's that's what he thinks, you know, and he put this even out on a, uh, a press uh, briefing in the White House uh, not too long ago. And it caught the attention from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, where they're they're bored with it, Joseph. They're like, oh, it's OK. It's OK. You know, if 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 if, if a man we have part of our cabinet and, and, and part of the uh, the Biden administration uh, wants to be gay and wants to reference to these type of terminologies and these types of terms, it's OK. It, it's quite OK. Yeah. yeah. Now, I remember where my thought my train went off the tracks. 
Uh, I think, and I, but I could be confusing him for someone else. I think he says he's still attractive to men. So really, he's a gay man who dresses in women's clothes, which now, they, I, I don't know if you've heard of this yet. There's this thing called straighting the gay away. Have you ever heard that term? I, I, I have heard of that term before. Um... Yeah. For those in the audience who don't know what that is, that is a gay man then decides to transition to a woman so that as a supposed woman, she, we'll just use that term here, <laughs> likes men. Therefore, she is a straight woman rather than a gay man. And somehow families, uh, some families feel more comfortable with that because what? then she's supposedly straight, even though she is still a transitioned biological male that is gay. <laughs> yeah, I don't quite get yeah. that logic, but in, in a very warped, warped sense, I, I can see what they're saying. I just don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't buy it one damn bit either. Um uh myself and Sauce, we we mentioned this on a show uh last week, uh where in the month of October, you know, the trans world is now celebrating their pronouns uh month. It's national pronouns month. Yeah. And I put a piece in uh even on my show, like literally like the day after that, uh, where Sauce came on my show and we kind of touched a little bit on this subject and there was a guy that went on Twitter. I forgot his name. Um, I, I can't even check because folks, I'm not allowed on Twitter. They ban me. I, you know, I, I, I have to depend on sauce and other people that, you know, they send me these clips from Twitter because I, I can't even go on Twitter. And, um, uh, he's like, I identify myself as a them pronoun what do you defend identify yourself as happy national pronouns day for the month of october i'm like what yeah yeah well i declare my pronouns as fuck you yeah <laughs> right yeah 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 <laughs> and, uh, i, I, I want to say this i i mentioned in the pre-show i don't know if it'll be included it Probably you're cutting that part. Uh, last night I was yeah, at a yeah. game. I was at the Detroit Red Wings game. New Jersey Devils were in town. Unfortunately, they lost their first. Well, he has a ton of speed. Slow change by Vegas. Thompson has a good get Thompson. Shane Taylor should go give him a pass. It's a turnover that leads to all these chances. And the best save of the year. Look at Thompson. Savaged. In, in uh, regular time. They're 5-1-1 one one now. Uh, the New yeah. Jersey Devils were in town, and guess what? It was what? everyone. Hockey is for everyone. Night, in other words, Pride Night. Recognizing gays can play hockey. Well, no shit. Females yeah. can play hockey too, but and there was a woman named Manon Rume who was a goaltender that did sign with the Tampa Bay Lightning in the past. She played some preseason games, but she never officially played a game in the National Hockey League regular season or playoffs. But, yeah. Savaged unfiltered. So, you know, I can understand the inclusiveness thing, but again, this, this blatant hubris and pride and delusion that they have to be singled out and recognized to me yeah. is, is ridiculous and yeah. uh it just happened to be pride night last night but now let me say this before we go too much further before <laughs> the you know the <laughs> accusations of homophobic and transphobic okay. and all that shit starts flying if people have even made it this <gasps> far into the podcast i know gay people we get along just fine. We're friends. I love them. They love me. They know where I stand regarding traditional marriage versus civil unions and all that stuff. If they didn't, you know, couldn't accept me and my opinion from my biblical Catholic perspective, but also love your neighbor perspective, I don't 
hate them. I'm not homophobic. I don't hate them. I just say it's abnormal and unnatural. But if that's you, that's you. We can still get along. I also, I don't personally know Blair White, but anybody who knows who Blair White is, if you don't, I suggest you look her up. And she's in the Tom McDonald Snowflakes video flipping off the camera when he's talking about uh, pronouns. Snowflakes is a great video. Tom McDonald, again, uh, Blair White is in there because she is a biological male. But believe me, if you look at Blair White and you see anything other than a beautiful woman, if you didn't know she was a biological male, you would be saying, that is a beautiful woman. Uh, so do I believe there are some very, very like infinitesimal people that could have been born in the wrong body or can pull off being a female after being born male like Blair White does? Sure. Okay. You can look at a lot of different people. I mean, in the past, I mean, RuPaul, I mean, another one. I mean, yeah. so many different types of personalities in the past that, you know, come and gone. Yeah. The majority of these people are delusionally are delusional and mentally ill and need help. They need oh, psychological yeah. help. Yes, tremendously. And, you know, this caught the attention from uh, Watchdog. Uh, Watchdog put out a report um, from this latest, uh, you know, thing that Joe Biden did, you know, endorsing a, uh, a trans activist known as Barbie Pooch or Pouch, whatever. Uh, Watchdog said that uh, they're calling Biden uh, complacent for doing this. Um, you know, yeah, that well, maybe he's not there, Joseph, to, uh, to understand what he's doing. You know? Yeah, well, his handlers are having him pander to the LGBTQ plus community. That's what's going on there. That's pretty obvious. But there was a gentleman, I'll call him on Newsmax just the other day. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. I, I wish I did, but uh, he was a biological male, spent $60,000 to transition to a woman. He, he had so much cosmetic surgery, he kind of looked like a Korean pop, Korean female pop star. And he found out, guess what? He still wasn't happy. That wasn't the root cause of his problems. He, he, he realized he was suffering gender dysphoria for a while, came to his senses, and transitioned back to a male. More surgeries to become more male again, more like his original self. And this happens. You need more. people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. International superstar Jake Paul takes on one of the most feared combat sports fighters of all time, Anderson Silva. In the most exciting fight spectacle of the year, Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. Saturday, October 29th, live on pay-per-view. Cover it because it doesn't fit the LBGTQ plus mafia agenda, the left-wing agenda, the anti-American destroying American morals and principles and values. Yeah, I think, uh, Joseph, I I had to look that up as you were talking here about that gentleman. Uh, I think you're referring to uh, Fred Fletz, if I have that correct. That might be that. Yeah, that last yeah. name kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, it's pan- pandering by Biden and the left because they want to continue their votes. They want to continue to destroy American culture. That's the bottom line here. The LGBTQ plus agenda helps destroy the morality and values and principles of America so they can, as well, Barack Obama said, not reshape, what word did he use? Transform. Transform yeah. America. Like in Michigan, we've got Proposal 3. We've talked about this briefly before. Reproductive freedom. It's mainly about abortion, but not entirely. They call hey, it Joseph, reproductive 
Yeah, I want to go into that Detroit thing with you at the uh, the hockey game, you know, with the uh, the proud the pride thing what? and all this. But uh, did you see? Uh, there was uh, uh, we're talking about this mm. issue and this topic and subject uh, just the other day, you know, with the um, the debate between Chris and uh, DeSantis. There was a uh, a part of that. There was a segment that was brought up in that debate where Charlie Chris said, you know. Uh, what are you going to do if you're reelected next month as governor of Florida? Are you going to serve four years? Because there's a lot of rumors saying that, you know, if Trump goes into the ticket, uh, you're going to jump on that him as vice president, as the pick of vice president. Are you yeah, going to serve that, four years? And are, are you also going to uh, um, tackle the LGBTQ plus uh, issues that are facing several inner cities here in Florida? And he was like, listen, you know, whatever they want to do, that's on them. You know, whatever floats their boat. <laughs> he <laughs> says, my, my main issue right now is literally taking the donkey out of their stall because you, sir, need to be retired. He went into some yeah. other but I, I was out. Yeah. <laughs> I have that debate recorded. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw bits and pieces, of course, in the news. They grabbed snippets and yeah the former part of that will you serve your four-year term is a standard trap question and of course any polished politician has the generic bullshit response it is my intention to serve my full term but of course they reserve the right later to say i've changed my mind i'm going to you know so because it's coming your way Michigan is the trial balloon on this reproductive freedom proposal. It's not just about abortion. They call it reproductive freedom because as a hat tip and a pander, like I'm saying about Biden, to the TQ community, and I say that specifically, just the TQ, because LGB is breaking away from TQ. There's a group called Gays for Groomers. I know you've heard of them. Yeah, I've heard of them, We've we talked we about the slippery like summer, yeah. Yeah, we talk about the slippery slope and that we were coming to this point and people didn't believe us. Now even the gay and lesbian community is saying, Yeah, no, this shit is going too far. Proposal three under reproductive rights freedom for all malarkey would legalize pedophilia. It would eliminate our statutory rape laws. Why would that be? That is for the pedophile community, the trans in our classrooms talking to our grade schoolers, or any teacher uh, could, a male 20, 30, 40 year old. Michael Gardner, uncut, raw, uncensored. on your 12, 13, 14 year old daughter in school without your knowledge, consent, oh, yeah. any notification, and you if you found out about it, she said something about it and regrets it, you have no legal recourse. Well well here this is this is some of this law would be gone. Yeah, this is some of the stuff, you know, folks, this is some of the stuff that Joseph's literally saying. I, I'm gonna give you a little spoiler. This is part of some of my book that that's coming out in December. I touch on this subject very, cool. very heavily. So cool. it is in the book. I gave you a little spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you what chapter it's on, but you have to read the book because it's it, it. There's there's a there's a good couple of let's just say more than a couple of pages that covers this topic. So yeah, I highly suggest you check that out. But you know, Joseph, this is the the crap that I was talking about in the debate that Chris is now attacking DeSantis. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to use this crap against uh, Ron DeSantis, against his uh, re-election campaign, saying that Ron DeSantis is not for the gay community here in Florida. Well, he's he's not for it, but he's not necessarily vehemently opposed. He's not homophobic or transphobic. Well, he's not a big supporter of that. He said that in his debate. You know, I'm not a big supporter of that. You know, if it's going to hurt, if it's going to hurt some of my, you know, uh, supporters that may be voting for me that possibly are gay, I'm sorry. I just don't support that type of movement. That's just who I am. That's just part of his faith and his belief. Again, it has nothing. 
nothing. And that's where the left twists it. Just because I do not agree with your gay agenda does not mean I hate Joseph M. Leonard Uncut. All gay people. It's yeah. bullshit. It's 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 an ex, you know uh, a straw man extension. You know straw man arguing argument yeah. creating a a false narrative so that they can attack us on that. And since you hinted at your book, I want to remind everybody I'm author of Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You, but I'm also working on another book right now uh, with the working title Write and Publish. Since I've become an internationally published author, I want to write something to help other aspiring writers achieve mm-hmm. their goal of becoming a published author. So I'm working on that. And then back to the teachers preying on children pedophilia thing. I'm holding in my hand. You can't see it because we're audio only again. But from the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Post, hey, don't worry, Joseph. We're going video in January. You can hold yeah. up anything you want to hold up, man. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. But from the New York Post, nearly 270 K to 12 educators arrested on child sex crimes. Oh my God. First first nine months of this year only. Now, think of that in terms of the immigration situation. Joseph, where was this at? How many gotaways are there? This was in the New York Post. How many gotaways are there? How many pedophiles above these 270 either haven't either been caught or just have not been charged? I think that number is probably close to two, three, five thousand that yeah. have actively preyed on children in schools, but 270 only officially have been charged so far this year. That's 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 disgusting, Joseph. I mean, you know, yep. like where you know this this is joseph this is part of their uh you know defund the police movement that's what they want to do they want to get rid of the uh the, the police this is joe biden's america folks i hope everybody uh paid attention to social media in the last two days uh marjorie taylor green has been coming out with some amazing amazing content uh some uh trailers some videos that pretty much orchestrate what America is under Joe Biden. Uh, she put out a video the other Welcome day. Welcome to Joe Biden's America, where judges are intimidated. If you take away our choices, we will riot. Keep protesting. The herb is open, okay. Attempted murder. Where the FBI and DOJ are weaponized and dissent is criminalized. Where freedom no longer exists. No, I mean, come on. Freedom. Where the people are the enemy. If they're not following the rules well, you gotta and send even, them to jail if the police are defunded Defunding the police has to happen we need to defund the police sorry your call cannot be completed as dialed where criminals are incentivized lawlessness is decriminalized and looting is organized where you are robbed brutal robbery assaulted tackle her from behind stabbed Stabbing him in the neck and shoulder. Kidnapped. Tries to haul her away. And murdered. 73 year old man dead. Execution style. So, welcome to Joe Biden's America. It's, it came right off of Instagram, Joseph, where, you know, it shows, you know, people getting stabbed, murdered, raped, uh, you know, everything. Uh, it, It shows the. Uh, children being groomed in certain inner cities. Uh, we yeah. touched on that subject, I believe, a couple months ago uh, with that sick, sick demented idiot. Uh, I'm not even going to plug that Tommy Vacation dude. I'll just say, <laughs> vacation. yeah, Tommy Vacation from Dallas, Texas said, oh, it's okay. It's okay to bring children into nightclubs. You're not hurting anyone. And I was like, not yeah. hurting. And they were, the kid no. was. Yeah, that's a, that is a parental right issue, but we and we discuss it with Bill Helsinger, right? Uh, the government yeah. has a role in protecting children. They don't uh, have a full set of rights. Correct? Yeah, Lance. Yeah, Helsinger. yeah, Lance. Yeah, thank you for yeah. correcting me. Yeah, we <laughs> we as a state, as a people, have legitimate concerns and uh, therefore having law protections for people or limitations. You don't have full rights until you turn, 
21, really, but 18, you know, and you mentioned defund the police. Part of that whole thing is that decriminalization of a lot of laws, which is why I brought up Prop 3 here in Michigan, because, again, this stuff is coming your way, people. These are ballot initiatives. They're getting the certain degree of signatures required and forcing this crap and this immorality, this decriminalization of statutory rape and pedophilia in other states will be coming soon if they can shove it down our throats here in Michigan and even if they don't. So they want to decriminalize a lot of laws and they think, well, if we legalize a bunch of stuff, there isn't the need for police because everything's legal. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it's they, they're, oh man, they're, you know what it is? It's, it, it goes back to the original uh, formula of when Joe Biden took office. I mean, he was what, signing bill after bill after bill. I mean, some of the bills were just like, like, what the hell is this man thinking of? I think he's just signing it just to sign it. You know, oh, I got power of president. I'm allowed to do it now. I mean, oh my God. And then, uh, I noticed, um, uh, the uh, the latest thing coming out, <laughs> folks. I, I I I do apologize. I don't know if the if the image is still up there, but we put an image out, you know, just just to show you exactly, you know, what they allow on social media versus what they don't allow. Uh, we did a goof, you know, with this costume thing, which uh, Hunter Biden. I don't know if you guys seen it on my Instagram. Uh, I was up for like I think an hour, and then after an hour, I got this thing from Instagram and Facebook saying that it was harassment, it was bullying, <laughs> and it was yeah. sexual. It was miss sexual content. I'm like laughing my ass off. I I actually called up Mackenzie on the phone. You know, she's still in uh, in, uh Italy. Excuse me, guys. She's in Italy. And um, uh, she's like, why'd they take it down? And I said, they took it down because it, it, they said it was it, it was harassment and it, and it showed miscontent of sexual activity. And she's like, there's women that shake their asses all the time and damn near sh- uh, show their tits on, on social media. Like, how come they don't take that down? I said, well, they're taking it down probably because, you know, I put the hashtag uh, Joe Biden. And then I put the hashtag, uh, Hunter crime family. So I'm sure that, uh, got reached to, uh, you know, to yeah. Joe over there in Washington and like they, that. <laughs> they made up an excuse. They picked yeah. a terms of service violation to pigeonhole that in, but it was really only pulled because you were politically incorrect. You upset the left. That's what it, of course, was all about because you're dealing in factual information. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I've seen all kinds of things about jokes, uh, memes, cartoons of, uh, no, you can't go out as, you know, a kid when in only his undershorts uh, saying, and the mom saying, no, you cannot go out as Hunter Biden for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, the picture, the picture, exactly. The picture was like, you know, Hunter Biden wearing a pair of like, you know, uh, uh, whitey tighties. And I think he was like smoking a cigarette or something like that. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of memes like that. And, yeah. Uh, one had a set of twins. One had his hair grayed and, uh, and no, you cannot go out as the Biden crime family, both. Joe and Hunter. It's it's just a joke, folks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some great, great memes. You know, Babylon B, I think, has even uh, played with that too. But I think other online memers have really. Yeah, I see a couple of memes that came out of Babylon B. They they got some good stuff that come out there. And I mean, you're you're part of that, aren't you, Joseph? The Babylon B. Uh, well, I, I kind of have a tie with Babylon B with yeah, my book, Terror Strikes Coming Soon to the City News. Yeah. I was awesome. featured in uh, one of the Babylon B email newsletters under Babylon's Vest for my book. So, yeah, I issued a press release basically that we had teamed up for that one newsletter. And uh, so, yeah, I do kind of have a tie. And like I said, Terror Strikes coming soon to a city near you is not just about terrorism. It's not about death. It's about life and living. And those both foreign and domestic who'd want to yeah. do 
view of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But it's, it's so it's a serious book. But I call out the fascocrats being as bad as terrorists wanting to destroy America. But I said that to say this: with well, as serious as things are, you got to keep a sense of humor. There's a comic relief chapter in that book making that point. You know, otherwise we'll be curled up in the fetal position in the corner crying all the time. So yeah, like a baby. Yeah, you gotta keep a sense of humor, people. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I wanna, I wanna say uh, something here on the air before I forget. Um, I wanna, I wanna thank the uh, the guys over there on Facebook, uh, Freedom Fighters. Uh, it's a huge, huge um, uh, group there. They're pushing like almost seven thousand followers and subscribers to that group page. Uh, thank you for making me a uh, moderator on that sh on that page. So. Uh, I'm going to try to get as many approvals as possible. I know they're, you know, they're getting requested every single day to join that page. So if myself, uh, Brad, or any any of them over there, uh, Adrian, um, if if we can't approve you over there, uh, please give us some time, and uh, we'll, we'll 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 try to get the approvals coming in because I mean we're getting them in like by by the bundles. And I I just spoke to uh, Brad. And I spoke to a few others that are in charge of that group page. And I said, you know, I, I, my main focus is the podcasting and my other line of work. So uh, I'll try to get the approvals over there as, you know, as best as I can. So thank you for being, you know, making me part of that, that, that page. That group page. Also too, I want to uh, say thank you to uh, Miss Grace Glass, uh, which works on the DeSantis campaign team here in space area of Florida, which covers the Bavard County area. I uh, spoke to uh, Ms. Glass the other day, um, both in person and as well as email. Uh, gotten to uh, work with her campaign team here in Bavard County uh, just yesterday. Uh, did a little volunteering uh, to try to get the, uh, the word out for Ron DeSantis. Uh, we got to get him reelected here for the state of Florida uh, because if you know, Charlie Crisp becomes the governor. Well, we're going to go blue and we're going to look like, uh, you know, Joseph's neck of the woods there in <laughs> Michigan. And, you know, Lord, we're going to kind of look like us. Uh, you don't want that. Yeah, Lord. we're going to look like Sauce's world in Wisconsin, too. So we don't want that. So Yeah, they're trying to California, Michigan, uh, yeah. trying to turn Michigan into California and New York and yeah, hopefully there are enough people awake. Our biggest concern is election fraud again, because we've, to this point, we've already had 5 million early ballots cast. Well, how five many? Million. Are the, 5 million. Yeah. I mean, and the state only has like 15 to 20 million uh, people in the entire state, probably down to closer to 15 million with all the people that have left Michigan of late too. So the, these are mail-in I said these are mail-in ballots? Yeah, yeah, absentee and other form of mail-in ballot, yeah. I, I hope they have some people that are, you know, really committed to voter integrity and they're doing the right thing for the American people there. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, the question with that will be, are they ignoring the signature verification laws again? If they adhere to the signature verification... Savage Unfiltered. The fraud ballots will likely easily be able to be caught and tossed, but like the, our current Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, that we're trying to oust, uh, a Soros-backed idiot uh, who got in in 2018, in the 2020 election, indeed, they ignored the law. They violated the law. They reduced the signature verification requirement. Uh, so if that's upheld, fraud votes should get tossed, which is why she will probably try to go around the, and skirt the law again and have, quote, all the votes counted. You know, that's their latest phrase. We want to make sure all votes are counted. Well, no, no, no. I can't do negative today. Positive.
you have to count legal votes only. Oh, yeah. Legal, valid votes of U.S. citizens and non-felons and not illegals and not dead people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you have to do. You have to you have to do that, Joseph, because if you don't do it, man, you know what's going to happen. You know, you're going to you're going to go back to you're going to uh you're going to go back to 2020, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and yeah, there's another proposal proposal too also, which is a Democrat cheat bill initiative. They want to legalize Zuckerbucks. They want to not only legalize but require more drop boxes where only in democrat areas of course why because they want to cheat they want you're all a bunch of fucking assholes you know why you don't have the guts to be what you want to be you need people like me you need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers want to uh, eliminate our voter ID law where you have to show an ID to vote. They would make it a suggestion, not a requirement. Well, there's only one. Yeah, there's only one. If it's suggested and not required, that means there's no voter ID law. It's it's moot. It's pointless. it, It doesn't exist. And there's only one reason you would do that. That is to cheat. What, what, why do they want? Why do they want a suggestion? Like what, what suggestion? Like what? what? Well, you've made iHeartRadio the fastest-growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay that song on your radio you just can't hear enough. Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skip. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand. They like to play with language. If you see the proposal to advertisement on TV, it says... It will put voter ID in the Michigan Constitution. Well, again, that's that that spin, that's propaganda, that's lie by omission. What it puts in the Constitution is that it is suggested you show voter ID at the poll, not a requirement. So they're lying by omission. It is that's that's that. It is overturning our voter ID law in Michigan. You know, that's 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 sick. I mean, it, you know, I mean, and then I, I wanted to get into what well, we kind of went across something else, but it's it's all right. Well, maybe, we'll, you know, I'll save that for another episode uh, yeah, because well, it's, it's, yeah, it's kinda, all lying. They the yeah. left cannot get stuff passed if they're honest. Yeah. They always have to lie. And pretend yeah. something is what it's not, like we've discussed in another episode. The Inflation Reduction Act. What a fucking joke that title is. And, yeah. uh, you know, all the, all the bills, they give them a great title, and it does usually the opposite of what they... The infrastructure bill was an excuse for Democrat money laundering to donors, families... Fucking retard. You, you know, know Joe. That's the same stuff we're facing here in Orlando. I mean, Orlando represents a very strong Democratic uh, uh, field here. And uh, Senator Brodeer-Shear, guys, these names. Guys, when you have a last name, pick a last name so somebody can fucking pronounce it. But anyway. (laughs) Change your name to Smith, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Smith, Jones, Henry, you know, stuff like that, you know. But, uh, you know, Senator Brodeer, there we go. Um, You know, he represents District 9 here in Orlando, uh, which is a very, very strong Democratic area. I mean, I think there's only like maybe three, four percent Republican here in Orlando, which represents like uh, the very rich areas of Kissimmee, a little bit of Davenport and, you know, a little bit past Disney World where all your celebrities and millionaires and billionaires live. 
But, uh, you know, Sen- Senator uh, Brodeer, you know, says this in District 9, you know, he- he's running up against a lot of odds here. Yeah, and they're pushing that same crap that you just mentioned on the show, uh, what they're pushing over there in, in, in Michigan. Yep. Yep. Doing it in Orlando, and they want to th- – Joseph, they don't want any red peeking through in Orlando. There's – like yep. if you look at the map of Orlando, you'll see like little blotches of red peak up here and there. But they want it all blue. They don't want any red. Yeah, that's why if I – when I – I don't know that I'll ever be going back to Florida anytime soon for anything like uh, Universal Studios because I've been there. Uh, we went uh, – my ex-wife now when we got married part of our honeymoon we went there but yeah i we prefer staying or i prefer staying in kissimmee rather than orlando proper and just driving to orlando yeah a lot of people can't pronounce it right they always say uh kissimmee but it's called kissimmee yeah yeah exactly (laughs) Yeah. yeah I've yeah. been there uh, enough times to know the proper one on that. It's like Nevada or Nevada, right? It's yeah. Nevada. They will, they want it pronounced Nevada. It's not Nevada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but you know, it's. I mean, you know, uh, you know. So I was just having this conversation with Sauce um, the other day, and he was he was telling me he's like. He's like, I don't know, Mike. It looks kind of bad uh, with Florida. It looks like uh, possibly a blue wave hitting Florida. I said, no, no blue wave. There's no blue waves in Florida. It's it's well, <laughs> it depends on the cheating. And again, that's why a lot of these are canaries in the coal mine. Like you said, Orlando is in Florida, Broward County. We've talked about that's a deep blue area. You know, the deep blue parts of Michigan, Detroit, Flint, Saginaw, Pontiac, Lansing itself. Uh, you know, it, it's Michigan as a purple state. That's why Proposal 2 and uh, the Voter Fraud Act, as I call it, and Proposal 3, the sure, uh, Reproductive Freedoms. We are a canary in the coal mine. They know yeah. they can get that stuff passed in California, but they want to see if they can push it in purple states to then see if they they then will move on to other purple states well you you know you're talking about mail-in ballots here i mean uh the state right left of us a little bit uh by the panhandle uh alabama uh governor Kay ivy which she's up for re-election she's saying you know i am not bringing in that mail-in ballot stuff i'm not it's 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 corrupted it's evil and it destroys elections yeah, I'm not using it. She says even, I'm not. Even Jimmy Carter said that until just yeah. recently, of course, because he's got to toe the Democrat Party line now. But even Obama and Bill Clinton at one time said that very same thing. Everybody knows that mail-in ballots are ripe with fraud, and that's of course why they want it. And why yeah. they're trying to force this in some places to see what lies they can tell, how they can la- write the language and spin it. Like I said, Proposal 2 says it will put voter ID in the Constitution. Yeah, but that's not the whole story. It will make it a suggestion, not a requirement. So they want to see what lies they can peddle here so they can repeat the lies somewhere else. Yeah, Arizona just um, Arizona just labeled it as as un- unconstitutional uh, in the state of Arizona. They they said it's unconstitutional mail in ballots. It is. It is. Yeah, it or is. is it allotted for in the Constitution? Not even yeah. absentee ballots, but I I mean, there's no one I know that would want to eliminate just cause absentee. I mean, if your health is truly bad, if you're disabled. Joseph, I can understand if you're like 80 or 90 years old, man, and you can't, you know, you can't get to the car or you can't get to the ballot box and cast that ballot. I understand it should be left for like seniors and, you know, military personnel. That is it. And disabled. Exactly. That is a just cause in the law. There's no problem with that. But massive, anybody can use a mail-in ballot for any reason whatsoever. Oh, another reason for absentee is, of course, you're temporarily out of state. Well, if you really want to vote, why are you scheduling something out of state at that time when you know damn well an election is coming? Dumbass. But, you know, people, <laughs> they're doing well, it, Joseph. They're doing it on purpose, man. They yeah, know. 
yeah, for work. Yeah. I mean, you could legitimately have a work reason that you're going to be out of yeah. town and therefore you, you know, or you're a truck driver. You may at the yeah. last minute have to be driving out of state. So you arrange to have to an after. Again, yeah, to me, that's, that's just cause. But yeah, truck drivers. Yeah, it should apply to truck drivers because, you know, I, I understand with their appointment times and everything else, they have to get to that next hub, you know, terminal and stuff. So but yeah. other than that, the founder said you vote, you vote in person, you vote on the day of election and that's it. You don't have an election week, month or full season, like you said, I think, in the last episode that we were to, to talking. Together. Yeah. 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 There was a. Um, uh there was a guy that uh, I, I caught the uh, uh, the Dan Bongino show the other day, and there was a gentleman that actually like called into his show. I don't know if you if you heard of, like bits and pieces of it. Um, I got the sound clip here. I'll plug it in here, but uh, it's kind of alarming of what he had said. Guys, check this clip. First, out. describe to us digital ID. You know what is it? It's become kind of one of these catch-all terms. What is, what does it mean to you? Well, I think it refers to a collection of data uh, that purportedly uh, will define who we are as persons, including what we do both online and offline, and also a means by which we can be identified, of course, but also tracked, trailed, surveilled, etc. And it could also um, use... So obviously help. that clip was from Dan Bongino. A hat tip to you, sir. I follow you every day. Continue doing the same thing. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's doing tremendous. I, I have to give credit to Dan Bongino. He's got a show now on Fox. I mean, yeah. he's right there along with Tucker and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I don't follow his podcast, but I do catch his unfiltered. It, that's Don Gino unfiltered. I think it is right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Watching. It's Dan Bongino unfiltered. Yeah. He, on uh, Fox, I watch that show. I record it every week. Well, it's, it's it's unfiltered, but it's not as unfiltered as like us or any other show. No, no, no. It's still on, it's still on a network TV, so it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's filtered. Yeah, they got, they got to filter is filter it out to an extent, you know, for FCC, and I get it. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Joseph, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, call it here uh, for the show, but uh, I gotta I gotta get this in before we close it out, guys. Um, uh, a woman that I met doing the volunteering uh, for Ron DeSantis, the campaign tent and all that uh, in Bavard. Uh, Mary Lou Russ uh, is the president, folks, of Federated Republican Women in Action. Um, she was part of that group yesterday. Um, and the amount of response that that little tent got yesterday, I have to give you applause, man. Thank you. Thank you very much for fighting for, you know, uh, Republican women here in Florida. And like I said, she's part, Joseph, of the Federated Republican Women in Action here in Bavard. And uh, you can reach out to her at W or excuse me, frwabavard.org. Again, that's frwabavard.org. And also there's an email here. Uh, w, uh, excuse me. Why am I putting W's here? I'm looking at it wrong. Okay. F-R-W-A-Bavard at gmail.com. And they're out of Palm Bay, Florida. Uh, Mary Lou Russ, uh, the president of that organization. Tremendous, tremendous organization. She was fighting yesterday, Joseph. Oh, man. She was picketing and she had all her – she had her grandsons there, like, going up and down the sidewalk. You know, Ron DeSantis and Yance. And, I mean, there's so many great people, you know, running in that area. You know, and it's oof, the amount of and then you look to the left, Joseph, they had a uh, Democratic tent, of course, you know, and uh, you guess what all the honking the horns went to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't go to the blue tent, Joseph. They went to the red tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine, uh, yeah. you know, that's. Yeah, I just cannot understand how people can be so uh, clueless still, even just watching. You know, they, or whatever, that 
they can maintain their delusion and be so clueless as to what is all going on. And, and that is especially uh, the biggest concern with the Black and Hispanic communities, which is changing a bit. They're waking yeah. up to the fact. I mean, they are mostly family-oriented and conservative in nature. And yeah. they vote against their own self-interest, right? We In my district, I'm redistricted. You know, we all redistricted following the census. I used to be part of the 12th Congressional District. I'm the webmaster for the 12th Congressional District. You can see that at 12cdrc.org, that site, 12cdrc.org. Yeah. But I'm now in the new 13th, and Martel Bivings, a black oh. conservative, is running as a Republican. Uh, you know, he woke up and left the Democrat Party, and he keeps telling blacks and Hispanics when he's stumping through the neighborhoods, you know, you're voting against your interests and you don't realize it. You are a conservative. When I list off all these things, you're for this, you're for that, you're for that, you're against yeah. that. Guess what? You're a Republican. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> without know? a doubt. Like I'm part, see, see exactly, Joseph. Like I, I, I live in Orlando, folks. So I, I, I'm part of District 9 here in Orlando. And that's why I was mentioning uh, Senator uh, Brodeer. Sorry, buddy, I couldn't pronounce your name at first, but it takes a couple couple times. You know, right? Brodeer. There we go. I think it's French, but uh, anyway. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, this is a great district, Joseph District Nine here in Orlando. Um, it has a lot of great things to this area. I mean, we have International Drive, not too far from us. Uh, downtown Orlando is like 25 minutes and it's great, but there's a lot, a lot of like, I see light corruption around here a lot. Like, and I use the word loosely light because there is corruption. It's not heavy, but it's light. It's very light. And if we can, if we can eliminate that light corruption, we would have a damn good district. We, we, we really, really would. Yeah, well, light corruption turns into deep corruption eventually because as the saying goes, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have we have corruption, you know, 25 minutes down the road in downtown Orlando. But I mean, you know, it's probably nowhere near the corruption you would see, you know, in your city not too far from you in Detroit. Right. You know? Exactly. Well, <laughs> even my own city of Wyandotte uh, there's a degree of corruption. I helped, or I tried to help my friend Tyler Hutchison, who owns uh, Holy Cow Creamery. If you're up in Michigan near Detroit, come to Wyandotte, Northline Road, Holy Cow Creamery in the summer. It's the best the custard around. Uh, Bob Joe's is really good, too, but Holy Cow Creamery is uh, a great place. And he has trouble with a neighbor, Wyandotte Electric, they have trucks coming and going, and in order to back into their, you know, their, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not port, but you know, their cargo area. They oh, yeah, like a dock or something. Yeah, a dock. That's the word I'm looking for. To pull into yeah. their dock, they're pulling up onto his lawn and ruining it, and someone could twist an ankle and hurt themselves. So he wanted to be able to put, you know, those yellow posts. To prevent them from yeah doing yeah that like safety first because who are they going to sue? They're going to sue Holy Cow. They're not going to sue Windot Electric, who is even who's actually the fault of it. If somebody hurts themselves, well, and they're going to sue. The, they're going to sue the little guy. They're going to sue your buddy there, you know. Yeah. And they're you know, and they're going to probably going to bankrupt them because I mean, it seems like he seems like a, like a little mom and pop run shop where. Exactly. I mean, he depends on business to keep himself afloat. Exactly. Well, well here's uh, where the corruption comes in, is they instead propose, even though the city engineer said, yeah, I sign off, I agree with putting the yellow barriers up. The city engineers, hmm. but the city council majority said, no, we ought to impose that you pay for cement to cement that section of grass over so the trucks can keep invading your property but it won't destroy the grass well why because the contractor 
would be a friend of theirs. And they probably get campaign kickbacks from that director. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. You know, it's, it is what, you know, it's just crazy stuff. What's going on. I mean, I mean, I had a discussion the other day and I'm just going to leave it like this because I got to get going guys. But uh, I had a discussion the other day with this gentleman uh, about corruption and about just wrongful doing of, you know, certain individuals will say it like that. And, you know, this happened to be not too far from downtown, uh, a little area near Lake Eola, uh, which is in the center of downtown. Beautiful area, by the way. And he says, you know, I lived in this area of uh, Lake Eola. It's almost on the outskirts of downtown, right near Church Street District, actually, uh, which represents a um, an art district as well. Uh, not too far from Camping World Stadium, uh, where the uh, Orlando Soccer uh, Club plays. And he's like, I lived in this area for 50 years, Michael, 50 years. Now, he, he's an elderly man. I mean, he's like in his almost 80s, Joseph. And... He's like, you know, I've seen so much things come and gone, changed for the good, for the bad. But half of these corporations that are coming in now are coming out of state, mainly liberal areas that just want to do harm to anything they see. Anything they touch, they want, they want to like, they want to claim it like, like a domination type of clause. Mm. And he says it's terrible because then you get the corruption that comes in and it just it destroys all these local businesses and puts them out. Yeah. Well, now to tie this back to the top or in comedic terms, a callback that yeah. Dylan screw the pooch pouch guy. And again, he's born a biological male, belies his own argument when, as you pointed out, he sometimes uh, he only sometimes wants to use a women's restroom. It belies his whole argument. I did manage to sneak into dance classes at age three, and for years I was the only boy at the dance studio. I loved Barbies and singing on the coffee table and dress up. I went to Catholic school, and I was such a good Catholic kid. I would so sing in the choir well, and be like, Shepherd it's me devious. It's uh, not That's not the word I was looking for. Not immoral either, but it... Uh, Deviant. That's the word I was looking for. It's deviant behavior. He knows it damn well in his own mind. He's, his argument belies the, the very point he's trying to make. Yeah, they're actually going to be having some type of rally, I'm told, in downtown Orlando. I think this upcoming weekend in support of what's going on with Joe Biden and the trans activists and everything. There's a whole uh, gay community over there on Church Street downtown. You know, I'm sure they're going to have their rainbow flags up and they're going to be doing, oh, yay, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. I won't I won't yeah. be over there. I'll, I'll probably be in downtown Orlando, but I'm not going to be at Church Street. I'll go over to Wall Street where all the normal people go and they have beer and have fun. And yeah, and let me get one last shot in to shout out in the Let's yeah. Go Red Wings. Boo, oh, Tampa Bay. Boo, Florida Panthers. <laughs> yeah. we'll uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll give uh we'll give joseph a, a good little plug in here uh for the editing we'll put we'll we'll, we'll plug in the uh the uh, the audio effects from some of that video if joseph if you don't mind buddy <laughs> yeah we'll get we'll get joseph uh we'll, we'll put the little plug in he got a video on instagram guys you can check it out uh you, you gotta you gotta make sure joseph when you when you when you shoot this thing man that the, the angle is straight i noticed like your phone was like upside down or something how was it yeah it's entirely possible that i was holding it the wrong way but i, I did want to try it wide angle so that you got the whole rink in but yeah there i don't think there's really any sound for you to be able to play on the radio but maybe you could grab a clip from the website of the red wings website of the let's go red wings chant <laughs> yeah, I'll, grab, I'll grab some kind of clip that uh, from that night I'll, I'll check it out you know uh mckenzie enjoying her little time there in milan and i'm doing everything on the show but it's all right yeah, uh but, definitely oh, the, the 
Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning are definitely still far superior teams to the Red Wings. Oh, this year. By far, man. By far. By far. Yeah. Yeah. There it's. Red Wings got better since Stevie Eiserman signed some free agents. But, hey, we'll save all that for the next show in November yeah. that's going to be yeah. on sports. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. I got to put these uh, these announcements in. Uh, Joseph was right there because I was right about to hit the, uh, you know, the uh, finished recording uh, uh, button on the bottom of the screen here. But, um, uh, folks, uh, on November 2nd, at 1 p.m. We're going to do this recording at 1, so it's probably going to air like around 6 or 7, maybe 8 later that night after the editing and everything I put in the show. Uh, we're going to have uh, Red Sports Radio. Uh, Mr. Tyler Smith is the host of that show. Uh, a very, uh, uh, let's just say, intelligent young man, uh, kind of close to Sasa's age, uh, about 23, 24 years old, going to be wow. coming up. Yeah, it's talking sports and uh, looking forward to having him. Um, I'm not sure where the hell he lives. I got to get more information yeah, about him. Yeah he, reached out to the show. yeah, he reached out to the show and he heard a couple sports episodes that I had on with Sauce, like, God, a couple months ago. So Yeah, yeah. well, I, I need to get you, put you in touch with uh, Derek at Wham Radio up here. He's. He does a sports show every Sunday at 1230, whamradio.com, 1230 to 1. You yeah. you know, it's national sports, but usually he, he deals in like U of M and, uh, you know, Detroit teams, but he covers national sports at times. Yeah, so yeah. Get you, in touch, get you in touch with him and maybe have him on your show one time. Yeah, yeah. Give me, uh, you know, give me the 411 on him after the show and, you know, I'll, I'll contact him and, you know, we'll we'll make it happen. Uh, also, too, guys, uh, I wanna I wanna make an announcement for tomorrow. Uh, Soslin and myself will be on the panel. We're gonna be talking uh, to Hollywood actor uh, Dean Simon. Uh, he is the uh, actor of the HBO series, and I believe it's Netflix as well too. They're on Netflix called uh, Game Day, uh, which they're shooting right now. Uh, I think they just finished up uh, episode four or five. So he's going to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, he happened to be in a lot of different other uh, movies. Uh, I know he's been doing movies with uh, uh, Will Farrow and a, a few other comedy greats. So we're going to have uh, Mr. Dean Simon on the show tomorrow, uh, tomorrow afternoon uh, with him and uh, a few other of his uh, staff members that work with him. Uh, I, I was told that they have to be part of the show, Joseph. So I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. You know, I'm not, guys. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make him look like an asshole on this show. But I, I'm told that you know, Mr. Simon's gonna be on the show, of course, and then you know, his um, his two agents that that are uh, that are assigned to him, uh, they have to be on the show. I guess, I, I guess it's for contract reasons or something. I don't know, but. Anyway, guys, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Joseph, uh, enjoy the rest of your day there in uh, liberal Detroit. Sorry I had to put that up. Yeah. <laughs> County is indeed still very deep blue, but believe me, it's, it's, it's purpling a bit. I ran for office several times in the 1990s. We, we, we make more ground every decade. We turn it a little more purplish every decade and eventually hopefully we hope to turn down river wayne county at least red <laughs> all right all right well hopefully that happens joseph but guys i'm out of words uh joseph thank you very much as always being part of uh wednesday's panel here and guys we'll see you tomorrow afternoon with uh mr dean simon i'm out of here take care